0: My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's The Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked With God, that's L-I-N-K-E-D, With God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's The Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com Enter That's The Truth in the search bar. Click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar. Then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's The Truth. And that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us directly from the Word of God. You're listening to That's the Truth. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank God my sister's singing since I laid my burdens down. Praise God. The song that she sang just a little bit before this amen was I'm so glad amen to be born again I'm so glad amen to be who I am today in Christ amen if any man if any woman be in Christ they are what hallelujah amen not the same amen I'll never be the same again did you sing that one today no I'll never be the same again no 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 Praise God. Why? Because of Jesus. Someone can say Jesus. Hallelujah. Someone can say Jesus. Someone else can say Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Someone else can say Jesus. Hallelujah with with victory, with joy, with gladness. Praise God. Praise his holy name. I thank God today, praise God, that we can have Amen. A name that is above all other names. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Alex City sounded really good, too. My brother was playing today, and the sound was turned off. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. I know sometimes we, we're, we're, in, we're in church, so I know you. I, I, my sound is off on of my phone too. You can call me all day long, and I go, as long as there's a picture, but we got to, you know. So we're all, now we learned something, saying we got to check the video and the audio. Amen. At the same time, praise God. Simon. Hallelujah. Praise God. Does everybody hear me? Loud and clear. Welcome, 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 everybody. Hallelujah. Into the house of God. This is a live stream coming from the house of God here in Montreal. Praise God. So I don't know what you've been seeing or what you've been hearing, but it was good to me. Praise God. Amen. I'm right. The the room where I come from is literally like just right behind that glass, about two feet. It's a small little room. When I sit on the couch, my feet can touch the wall in front of me. So it's just a small, narrow room. But as soon as I hear the organ play, and I know that doesn't count for today because there was no sound. But I'm in the back because we just finished our French meeting, and I was uh, preached for about two hours today. It was almost two hours in French. We had new people coming out. And so I thank God for that. And the, and the teaching was good. This we're gonna get into the teaching very soon, and it's something that I've never i never taught. Amen. This is it's and it was a good feeding for our souls. Praise God. So um, the flesh is a little weary, and I'm sitting there, but as soon as I hear praise them on the organs, as soon as I hear the stringed instruments, praise God, something happens. Amen. And I've said this before, amen. I've said, you know, we can pray, we can pray, but there's something about praise, amen. There's something about, I mean, the organs, the stringed instruments, the synth, the high sounding cymbals, and there's something about going to God and praise. It's not the same, amen. We looked at Scripture where Paul and Silas, they were kind of tied up for the moment; their feet were in bonds and or stocks rather and the bible says they prayed that's good and they praised that's also good goes together so i thank god today praise god for the blessing that we have hallelujah to come together amen with the organs with the stringed instruments and as you remind people praise god as people look at the time saying hey it's sunday it's five o'clock or three o'clock your time or newfoundland would be 6 our pastors were with us in french from newfoundland so it's an hour and a half earlier uh, later in newfoundland whatever time it is it's time to praise the lord that's amen i may as well just cut to the chase get to the point amen whatever time whatever time zone you're in it's time to praise god i don't know what you come to do but i come to praise the lord hallelujah i've come to praise my lord praise god amen it's what the bible teaches me Praise God. I'm going to read a verse before I continue. Let all those that seek Thee rejoice, there it is, it is written, that is Psalm 70, in English it's the fourth verse, in French it was the fifth verse, but in English it's the fourth verse. Let all those that seek Thee rejoice and be glad in Thee. Hallelujah. I'm going to read some scripture this afternoon, it's going to give us very good reason to rejoice and to be glad psalm 70 verse 4 let all those that see thee rejoice and be glad in thee and let such as love thy salvation say every once in a while i know you don't have a bible there but she oh she knows the verse amen say it once a week amen know what it says amen the verse should be in the comment section by now if somebody's whoever is out there someone say continually hallelujah day and night amen praise god what's that song we sing all the days of my life amen hallelujah amen i'm thankful all the days of my life as love thy salvation say continually let god be magnified i'm going to pray in a few seconds so stand up everybody in front of me standing hallelujah and at home i want you to stand with me because we're going to god hallelujah a god that hears us praise god i'm going to make sure my prayer amen is fervent my prayer is righteous praise god before god hallelujah and let's bless him today i will bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me praise god my father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name lord i thank god for this i thank you for this day which you have given us it's filled with your grace it's filled with your mercy long suffering hallelujah give you the praise and the glory lord i thank god for your promises in you they're yea, and they are amen and i thank god today praise god that as we continue to serve you as it is written Amen. We don't want to make anything up as we go along the way. Praise God. We want to do it as we read it. We want to do it as we have received it by your spirit. And I give you praise and I give you the glory for this today, Lord, in Jesus name. Lord, I thank God for the new person that was with us this afternoon. In Jesus name, the word that he received. I pray he's good ground. Praise God. No thorns, nothing by the wayside, no rocks. Pray for good ground in Jesus' name. Praise God. And our French broadcast, whoever was listening good ground. I claim it in Jesus' name. Now, thank God we're in the English language today. Praise God. And as my brothers and sisters, as my friends begin to log on and tune in, whether this be the live stream or a few hours later, or a few days or months later, I pray that ears will be open to hear, eyes will be open to see, and hearts will be open to receive in the name of Jesus. This is my prayer. Thank God for the message which we are about to receive from you by your spirit. I give you the praise and the glory for this blessing, praise God, that we have in our hands before our eyes, but even much more spiritually, it's in our hearts. It's written on the fleshly tables of our hearts. And I give you the praise and the glory for that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Whatever is ailing the flesh, out in Jesus' name. God's children, sons and daughters, this is God's property. And devil, you're backing off as we resist you. You flee in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. The greater one is in us. Greater than temptation, greater than sin, greater than darkness, greater than whatever's in this world, greater than finances. Greater than whatever it is, mentally, corporally, socially, physically. It doesn't matter what it is. Whatever name, I've got a name above every other name, and that name is Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank God you so loved the world that you gave, that you sent your only begotten Son who became our Redeemer. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My Redeemer today. Praise God. Blood was shed, my Redeemer. Atonement by His blood. Hallelujah. For my Redeemer today, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My Redeemer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And in that name, we have power. In that name, we have salvation. In that name, we have healing. We have deliverance. In that name, we have been set free today. Praise God. And our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Praise God. I thank God for that blessing. We can all testify that. We can all give you the praise and the glory because you made it possible. Thank you. Thank you all the days of my life. Thank you, my Father in heaven. Anoint this message. Lord, I pray, give this vessel the strength that it needs. Amen. To deliver your word today as it is written. I'm asking for these things in Jesus' name. Praise God. And I'm calling it done. Amen. And amen. Keep your hands up. Praise God. At home as well. Be thankful. Get yourself ready. Praise God to receive. Amen. Well, it's... You know, we left We left this morning pouring rain. Our house, it looked like... Do we need an ark? 911 Noah. Amen. So before I came, I was spending my energy and my wife a lot more. She said, you need to sit down. I said, no, I need to just get, get some ice out of the way so the water would would dispel so and we left amen we were driving away my sister my my proverbs 31 wife she goes it's in god's hands now you need to go preach amen so whatever it is let's choose the next few minutes what is necessary what is needful someone say i need it amen i need it (laughs) i need it you need it i need it praise god you already got it in french Uh, yeah you already got it in french it's good Amen. You need it in English? Okay. We'll get you some English. Amen. Jeanne besoin if you understand French. Amen. J'ai besoin if you want to learn French. Jeanne besoin means I need it. Praise God. So testify that. Amen. Your hands are up saying I need it. And you know what? The Bible says when you ask, you receive. Amen. It shall be given. So when you say, God, I need it. God, and we're going to read some scripture find out how good God is for you and I today, praise God. So it's yours, 15 seconds with your hands up. Praise God. All the effort, oh my soul, bless the Lord. Now we can hear the organ. Hallelujah. But and I just thank God for my Redeemer. Hallelujah! Blood shed on Calvary. Praise His holy name. Praise God at home. Be thankful. Say it for me, hallelujah. Say it for me, amen. For me, praise God, blood for me, hallelujah. I need it. Say that I need it. Thank God for the blood, Jesus died. Holy Name, one more time, amen. Praise God. The folks at home, they're rejoicing. I can't see them, but by faith, hallelujah! Hallelujah. God if you're still standing that's all right because the Bible says he is worthy to be praised praise God he is deserving of it praise God I want you to say it thank you Jesus praise God for the blood praise God and if you're getting ready to sit down make sure there's a Bible in your hands I've said this before over and over and over again it's important someone say thank you Jesus praise God. Hallelujah. Let's get ready to receive. I thank God for what we heard in the French language, and we're going to go in, praise God, and we're going to read. If you've noticed a new title for nine weeks, the general title was Fight for Your Right, or I used a fight is King James, but I also use... Can you just lower me just a shade? Fight is a King James word, but I also used um, the word in Ephesians chapter 6. If you read verses 10, 11, 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against... Amen. So for nine months, I used principalities and the spiritual wickedness in high places and dominions and such. So I read... um, the, I mean rather I used the t- I used the word wrestle because that was where my text was derived from and um you see the title has changed and the the um, we're still the subject really hasn't changed because in in um Sorry, I just got to get the French out of my head. I've got my the French subtitle in. I'm just trying to think what's the subtitle in English, or not the uh, not the, sub, the f- friend or foe. There it is. In French, the, the way the, the language worked in, in French, it said ami ou enemy. So it sounds good that way. And in French, that means friend or enemy. And um, that's the way friend or foe is translated. So there we go. I'm getting English. I'm going to get my. We're going to read in Joshua 5:13, but don't go there yet. Praise God. So as I said, the subject hasn't changed so much because we need to decide who our friends are. Amen? And this, I welcome, my name is Lincoln, by the way. I welcome everyone into the presence of God here. Um, I can see, amen, some of the names, some of them, some of them, oh, my French brothers and sisters are back. Praise God. Good to see you. Hallelujah. So, uh, I welcome you, everybody. Mark from Winnipeg, good to see you. All my brothers and sisters in Newfoundland, eh, praise God. Amen. Look, sisters, Lucy, Chloe, Emily, Maxine, Sharon, uh, Barbara, Ruby, Trudy, praise God. Brothers, Kevin, Randy, George, Marjorie, Sister Marjorie, praise God. Hallelujah. Did I get my sister Sharon? Praise God. Amen. I thank God for that blessing. Praise God. So... As I said, we're not that my title changed, and I didn't know. Last week I knew um, that I had finished all my verses under that heading or under that general title. And I want you to, and and I'm going to tell you, praise God, I want to make sure, amen. I see my sister. So I get home, and this happens often when, when I'm finished or I'm still under the anointing, I'm driving home, and my wife knows and she understands this. And I'm already thinking, okay, what am I going to preach next week? What's, what's, what's the, where are we going? What direction are we, we need to take? So I get home and I get, and personally, I get this text. Praise God. I'm going to show you where this starts. And this is going to lead up to where we are this week, but I want to just, I want to get this text so I make sure that I read it exactly what my sister told me. Praise God. And I won't, I won't say your name, sister, because I know you're listening. I see your name on the board but I'm going, to, I'm going to thank you, my sister, for what you wrote. Put it that way. Praise God. Amen. So I get this text. I go home. I haven't read the comments yet. I'm reading my phone. And my sister writes, praise God for strength. Next week, no confessing your strength will run out. So I'm sitting there going, okay. I write back, and, and she writes me, praise God, praying for you, brother, and she, and she writes scripture. She, now she, she's encouraging me in the Lord. And that's what she's supposed to do. That's what she's doing. So I write back, and I said, yeah, I said, that's the truth. I said, you're right. Thanks for the righteous rebuke. Praise, that's what I called it. Amen. Because it could have been taken as a rebuke. How dare you talk to me like that? Well, because when the preacher shows up, that'd be me, I tell you, amen, I've been preaching this over and over and again, saying there's a, you make a choice based on your tongue. You choose whether your tongue will confess life or will confess death. Your choice, your call. Amen. I've been, telling, been, been preaching saying, confess. Don't, why be negative? Confess what's positive. In God, his promises are yea and amen. So I begin to meditate now, the the, the Spirit of God. I thank you, my sister, for this, because I I did not have this discussion with her. I think we moved on, that was it. We exchanged a couple of texts after that, but now I'm meditating. Sunday night, going to bed, can't sleep, meditating. And I know it's not... Perhaps it's not everybody's style. I mean, let me put it this way: Amen. To write texts like that, and I know my my phone's going to explode. I'm going to have all kinds of people texting me. Okay, well, I can text brother anything then. Amen. But I'm texting saying, "Wait a minute. If I if this way, this is and this is God's word. This is I believe it's truth, and I believe it's the way that you and I should live to begin with. Don't confess." that oh, I'll just preach until, until I can't preach no more. I'll, don't confess. Let's not give the devil any glory. So now I'm meditating, saying, okay, my sister is giving back to me because over the years, if I have been given this gift of, to teach as a teacher, this gift as a preacher, whatever, given this gift from God, if I have not been teaching or preaching in vain, if I have been sowing into good ground, good seed in good ground will produce good fruit. So, now it's my time to collect. Because some of you know, I mean, whatever's going in my body, for whatever's, you know, I'm still, I'm not there yet. I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. That's why I'm sitting down. But now it's my turn, amen, for some harvest. It's my turn to reap. So, for not even asking, and my sister, inspired by the Spirit of God, not even knowing, Amen. I go home, and having sowed into her, having imparted into her life, thus saith the Lord, good ground. My sister, being good ground, produced good seed, and when I needed to a harvest. Amen. When I needed the righteous rebuke, if you want me to settle down a little bit, when I needed the reminder, my sister, and I thank you, my sister. Praise God. Amen. My sister was there. It's a simple text. Back in the Bible days, she would have had to write this thing on a scroll, roll it up, hire a, hire a donkey Uber. Or messenger and float it by boat and trails and get it to the church somewhere through famines and thieves. And I mean, that's how the word of God was spread. But today, we're blessed with what we have. Praise God. So when I get home, as I said, this, so this is where, I mean, this is now I'm talking Monday, Tuesday. My mind begins to, you know, I'm meditating on this, saying, I sowed into good ground. I did not sow in vain. Amen. And others too. I got other verses. Brother, you're not feeling around. He, brother wrote, Here's some hope. And he sends me a psalm. I forget which psalm it was, but it brought me hope. It made me smile. The joy of the Lord, which is my strength. Praise God. And I know all of you have been praying for me and such, and I appreciate that very much. Praise God. And so, so Wednesday, I get the verse Proverbs, and you can open up your Bibles. Proverbs 27. So I thank my sister once again. Hallelujah. Praise God. And everybody listening, amen, I see your names. Praise God. There's a few names perhaps missing, but I welcome you all, amen. Um, Share this link. Get others on board. Proverbs chapter 27. I'll give you a couple minutes, not a couple minutes, 20 seconds. If you're familiar with your Bible, you should know where that is. Praise God, somewhere just a shade past the middle. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're wondering what the middle of your Bible is, the middle of the King James Bible, I used to know these facts. Psalm 103, verse 1 and 2, I think, is the middle, is the center of the King James Bible. Psalm 103, verses 1 and 2. So we're going to read in Proverbs 27. Verse 17. Iron sharpeneth iron. I'm gonna read it again. Iron sharpeneth iron. So when my sister wrote next week, now she doesn't know last last week, just standing off camera, was my wife, she was concerned that I'd fall over. So my wife was just standing like literally six feet from me, just behind the camera. And we're driving home and Lori goes, the devil told me, the devil was talking to me while I was standing there. And the devil says, look at him preach. It's the last time he's going to preach. So I started laughing and Lori says, why is that funny? I says, because if that was the devil talking, we know because he is a liar that I can base facts, that I can base the reality on the exact opposite of what he's been, what lie he's been feeding you. Because we're gonna find out today. We're looking at, we're looking at this. And, and, and there's examples in the scriptures, and we're gonna read today if we, if we have enough time. In French, we ran out of time, but we'll get there. Amen. Where people had the promises of God in him, their yea and amen, they're there. And if you wanna write this down, write it down. The possibilities in your life, the possibilities in my life, are as great as God's promises. I'm going to drink a little bit, let that sink in. The possibilities in your life are as great, magnificent, if you would, as the promises of God. So I've been preaching for two, two, two months, nine weeks, two months and one week. It's your right. We are children through Christ. We are children of Abraham. I'm not going to go into so much of a revision because we got lots to move forward with today, but. We are heirs according to the promise. It's yours. Whatever that. Whatever you need in your life, someone say it's mine. Amen. Now, going back, amen, to this, to the text I received, my sister fortified, enriched. I'm going back to the text I received almost one week ago. Amen. I don't know when she sent it, but when I got home, there it was my phone. Iron sharpeneth iron. So the text I received was my sister, if you haven't just caught the vision yet where I'm going with this, fortified, enriched, because we use those terms when I read the back of Captain Crunch. It used to be my favorite cereal. I haven't eaten it for years. So no wonder he's sick. No, no. As a kid. I'd read fortified, enriched with iron. I was the guy who always read the fine print, riboflavin, all that stuff. So I'm just looking at what we have today: how to be fortified, amen, or strengthened, amen, by the power of His might. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power, amen. For it is the power. Romans 1:16. Read it. You have your Bibles? Look it up. There's a reason why. See, you quote that scripture always. Yeah, well, something else hit me this week. The same verse, four or five lines? Yes. You can get some more out of it? Yes. Every word is life, every word is spirit. Romans 1, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is, not it was. Amen, hey, my brother. It still is. Hey, Amen. When Jesus Christ walked the face of this earth, was he a, was he a Savior? He still is. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, forever. Find out who he is. Was he, amen, did he become our redeemer? He still is. When Jesus Christ came unto his own, and whether or not his own received him or not, makes no difference, he came unto his own. Was he a healer? Yes, he was. He still is. Someone say, still is. Amen. I'm losing a couple amens here. How are we going to put it by faith? We can believe in Jesus Savior, but do you believe in Jesus healer, deliverer? No matter what the flesh is telling you. So I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is. For it is, for it is the power of God, and it has not lost its power. There is still power in the gospel. If you sit there, and some of you have, maybe you're coming out, but I know I was raised in churches where it may be a gospel, but it's not the gospel of Christ, because the gospel of Christ, I'm just trying how to be as plain and simple as possible. The gospel of Christ is the gospel of Christ. It does not have to be redefined because this is 2022. Because culture has changed. Because society has changed. Listen. We can have all kinds of people. We can have like different steeples, different church corners, different denominations, and we all have a a definition with something, you know, more modern, a definition. The gospel of Christ is the gospel of Christ. It is power. It still is power. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. Jesus Christ, hallelujah, when we read what he did, and it's only a small portion of what he accomplished when he was on the face of this earth. He still is. Someone say it is. Amen. Hallelujah. Iron sharpeneth iron. I'm going back to Proverbs 27. So a man, um, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. I love this in English. We had some difficulties in French, but in English, this is my message today. Iron sharpeneth iron. Can somebody say amen? Thank you, my sister, for your righteous rebuke. Your iron was sharpening my irons. Amen. You didn't send me a wet noodle text. Put it that way. Soggy noodle. Amen. Floppy and flabby. Amen. When the devil is attacking me, I need some iron. I need it enriched. I need it fortified. I need it, amen, in the power of God. I need it in the power of his resurrection. I need Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ is. Hallelujah. Amen. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man, this is how a man or a woman sharpens the countenance of their friend. Thank God for friends. Hence my title, friend or foe. Now countenance, if you look it up in the dictionary, it literally means to hold. We use the term very often, and it's correct to use it this way, the countenance of a person as their face. Uh, But there is a few other definitions as well that I'm going to apply to this. It sharpens the contents. It sharpens my insides. Amen. It shows me favor. Thank you, my sister. Amen. So a man, a woman, my friend, someone say my friend, will sharpen the countenance. Of his friends. Friends are friends. Give me support. Amen. Encouragement. Show me favor in promoting and maintaining my cause, which is Jesus Christ and him crucified. Are you sure you're interpreting that verse correctly? Let's keep reading. Verse 18 Whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. So you put in some effort and you receive in return. So he that waiteth on us, are you reading verse 18? So he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. Amen. You combine those two verses, find out who your friends are, and be blessed. Joshua 5.13, I'm going to go where I get my subtitle from. Turn with me, if you would. We got a little, some reading to do when we get into Numbers. I mentioned this two, three times in the past two, three weeks. I don't think we actually took the time to read it. In Joshua chapter 5, verse 13, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him, or near him, kind of in his vicinity, if you would, with his sword drawn in his hand. And I want you to look how Joshua uh, reacts. I'm going to use that word. And Joshua went unto him and says unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries or adversaries? Now we say friend or foe. That's become... A modern expression, in short. There's no in between ground. He says, You're either on my side or you're on the other side. Whose side are you on? Hey, Amen. Now his sword is drawn. Remember we just read, iron sharpeneth iron. His sword is drawn. When I put these two verses together, I think it was Tuesday night or Wednesday, I could not wait till Sunday. I said, God, I want to preach this. Amen. I was doing Thursday and Friday were good days and Friday night. I mean, going over my scriptures, I don't know what hit me every, I, I think all the, inimical forces of hell were unleashed against me and I went through a night and I just I told God "God, keep me alive I want to preach this it's got to be preached keep me living I'll preach it so I'm preaching it because my sister is ironed when I received this text and don't feel bad some of you sit there say oh well I would have sent you a text you know send you a hallmark card send you some love It could have been any one of you, but as I said, as I have been able to sow into good ground, when it's time for me to reap, good seed in good ground will produce good fruit. Amen. And he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. The master calleth, amen, the husbandman comes to inspect that vineyard, and he's expecting Good fruit. So Joshua, and I want you to have this mentality today. Joshua says, For me, against me. Are you on my side? Are you my friend? Is it going to be good? Because I want to read in Numbers chapter 13. Let's go. We're going to spend some time in, these, in this chapter. I mentioned it to be um, some uh, required reading, and I don't know if you've read this in the past two, three weeks, but I want you to read Numbers 13. Um, and I want you to keep in mind that God... God released a promise on his people. He brought them out of Egypt, out of slavery, not, not so long ago. Under the leadership of Moses, God's people who were not able to serve God for 400 years separated from God. And we know what separates, sin does. But God doesn't do anything, and I want you to write this down. God does not do anything coincidentally. One, God does not do anything accidentally. God is God, and beside Him there is none other. I mentioned this to my French brothers and sisters. What I didn't know how to translate was number three, so you get number three. God doesn't do anything incidentally either. So, and I think that's a French word. I just wasn't sure, so I left it at that. If some of you have that French dictionary, you can send me, say, what, incidentally? But it's a word I never use in French. I said, okay, I won't. Amen. I'm trying to describe God for who he is. Because we're going to get to some scripture that is going to bless you today. Hallelujah. God has a purpose, God has a plan, and what we can see through the examples in this word of God today is that most often, not every time, but most often, when men and women come up with their, you know, what is it, harebrained ideas, it doesn't seem to line up with God. Amen? Even God's kings, God anoints Saul, everything seems to be all right for a little while, then, Uh uh-oh. God says, I need a new anointing. So God anoints David. David, uh, what's the word, Um, not commits, but promotes, not promotes, but David, um, uh, his son Solomon. He didn't anoint him, but he... um, uh, anyways, David put his son Solomon in charge. David said Solomon takes over. Things, things seemed to go good for a while, but didn't didn't end well. And then we read about other kings and, and their wives. Sorry, but Ahab, Jezebel, Abel, the, the most diabolical couple that ever lived. Amen. Uh, today I'm talking about friend or foe. You know, find out who your enemy is. And these things, the Bible says, these are our examples. And when I read Ahab and Jezebel, that's one diabolical couple. I think the only thing that's going to come close to Ahab and Jezebel is going to be the beast and the Antichrist. I know they're not going to be a married couple, but as far as companionship is concerned, that's going to be a diabolical relationship as well. All these kings. We read Jehoshaphat. and I don't think we'll have time to get there today, but I want to get into 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I want to go back and read that because this week meditating on that chapter, there's a lot in that chapter. When I read, I mentioned, I touched on it last week. Jehoshaphat was one of the good kings. Amen. You know God wrote this book the way it is. Someone say the way it is. Because this book comes with the good and it comes with the bad. Amen. If some historical scholar would have written a book, it would have been all good. It would been all glorifying man. Look at what man can do. Look what man did. Look what wom- woman can do. Look what women can did, did. But God doesn't mind exposing the good with the bad. Amen. All in one verse, Jesus says, I have come. Is it John 10? But before he said that, same verse, before he said that, he said, the devil has come to kill, to rob, and to destroy. But I have come, if I'm not mistaken, it's all one verse, to give you life. John 10, 10. Is it John 10.10? Yeah, that's what was in my mind. Oh, say it to me. I didn't quote it right. The thief. Okay, he exposed him as a thief. He says, the thief comes. Amen. The only reason why the thief shows up is to steal, to kill, and destroy. But thank God for the giver of life. His name is? all the same verse, right? All in one verse. You get the bad and you get the good. You know who your friend is and you know who your foe is. Amen? Well, if I was that sister, I wouldn't have sent a text like that to my pastor. Hang on. I, I may have a gift as teacher or pastor, but there is one thing that I am well aware of between my sister and I we're both sheep. Between you and I and everybody listening, if you're saved, we're all sheep. I may have a gift, and sometimes I wonder, say, God, what'd you give me this gift for? Apparently I have a gift, because when I start, start preaching, it just, I don't, can't stop. Just, just the, uh, no confessing. I won't confess it, sister. Pray for the flesh. So we all have different gifts. But I, I know above, and this is what keeps me humble and meek and lowly, just like my Savior Jesus was. We are all sheep. And we all, amen, are shepherded by that great shepherd his name is, by that chief shepherd his name is, by that shepherd who's coming back his name is. So we're all sheep. That's how it starts. Amen. My brother says, supporting one another. I'll go one step further. It takes sheep to make sheep. Amen. Thank God for the shepherd. Amen. Yeah, my my, my wife just says, forbearing one another, but this wasn't forbearance. Going back to what my sister said, Amen. I, I don't really want to say your name, sister. If you want to testify, you can say, he's talking about me. You can write that all over the comments. It doesn't really matter, but just between, you know. It, it wasn't forbearance. I was saying, oh, I not have to put up. No. Her iron was sharpening my irons. Because it was a little bit dull when you sit there and say, well, you know, the flesh, this and that. So I needed to be sharpened. And my sister... Sharpen me. Because she's my friend. Not my foe. Hey, Amen. And because I didn't discuss this with my sister, that's what I'm saying, sister. I, I, can, I can name your name, but just in case you don't want to. If you want to, put it out there. I'll read it tonight in the comments. Hey, that's, that's me. But this. this comes, it boils down to every one of us. Because Paul says, when you gather together, he said, in the church, he said, I want you to exhort. Last week I said, You got something to say about your brother? Talking about nasty business? Get on your knees and talk to God. You got something to say about your sister? Get on your knees. Don't go around like the foe, like the devil. Trying to think of the English word uh, "roads." Road is in French. Seeking, looking. I tend to like the French. Seems to be a little more. It gives it gives us a better description. He roads. He's he's like. If I understand the word "road" in French, it's like he's desperate to find somebody he can devour. That's the. When I read it in French, that's kind. Of, I, I may be wrong, but when I read it in French. Oh, okay, he's sneaky. Okay, I got it. My brother's saying no road means he's like, he's like stealth. He flies under the radar. Amen. But I got some radar right here. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And I can see him coming. Praise God. Seeking whom he may devour. This is our, this is the foe. This is the enemy. And I want you, I'm going to look at an example how the enemy took out. I'm trying to think if we're ready to move on. I think we are. Numbers 13. I don't want to jump ahead, but. I'm going to begin reading from verse 25. I'm going to read to the end of the chapter. If we get there, I think in French we didn't even make it. You know what? Don't lose that place, Isaiah 30. I got to bring this up first. I was speaking about how God, and, and when I was praying before I sat down, it says, I'm going to give you something today that will bless you. And you're, I, I, I used it as, excuse me, I used it as part of my text yesterday that I sent out. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15, it says, For thus saith the Lord God. Who's talking? Amen. Well, Isaiah's talking. Yeah, that's right. Isaiah, man of God, prophet of God. And you know what? And the people were well aware of this because we're in the middle of Isaiah. We're chapter 30. So Isaiah's not not the new guy on the block. He said a few things, and they have come to pass. Someone say amen. So now Isaiah picks up. I don't have time to read this. If you read, especially into the next chapters, I'll find Isaiah 31 because I read it in French. But right now I'm still, I mean, Isaiah 30. If you read, uh, I'll get it. Um, If you read, for thus saith the Lord God... And, and what's happening? You got Judah, you got I- Israel, you got these small little countries, and there they are. You got Egypt to the south, you got Assyria, uh, you got Ethiopia as well, and you got Assyria to the uh, west. Yes, to the west it would be. Of and you have all you have this, this these power trips, kind of like what's happening now uh, within, um Russia and the Ukraine. Just people just trying to protect. It's my land. Can't have it. And there's politics and diplomats and people trying to make a, 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 um, an agreement, if you would, and the French word would be covenant. So Judah, they sit there and say, we need to align ourselves with Egypt. Uh-uh-uh. We need help. Let's go get help from Egypt. Uh-uh. God's sitting there saying, hey, woo I'm still here. I'm still God. When I look up from whence cometh help, my help cometh from the Lord. Someone say the Lord. Not Egypt. I brought you out of Egypt. What are you going back for? We miss the fish. Fish I can understand. Garlic? Leeks? Leaky onions, cucumber. Yes, I love cucumber. Hallelujah. Cucumbers from Mother Helen's garden. It's been a couple of years. Leeks. What was a missing one? Melons. Amen. And the fish. Let's go back to Egypt. Man of God, the prophet of God saying, no, you can't do that. And God is sitting, God comes in, he says, and he gives them, listen, he says, the Holy One of Israel is speaking. So, in returning in rest shall ye be saved. This is Isaiah thirty fifteen. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Now, this is a scripture worth uh, learning by heart. Write it on a piece of paper, stick it on your fridge. Amen. I don't know how many times I said this verse today, rather this week to myself. Thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. Amen. Say your amens before I read the last line because the last line is not very good. But you weren't interested, and ye would not. Amen. Skip down to verse 18, same chapter. And therefore will the Lord wait, that he may be gracious unto you. Someone say, unto me. And therefore the Lord is waiting. He's waiting for you to show up. Someone say, show up. sit there putting this off, putting this off, putting this off. Four things in verse 15. In returning, one, rest, two, in quietness, three, in confidence, four. Then you jump down to verse 18. He says, and therefore will the Lord Wait. That he may be gracious unto you, and therefore will he be exalted above the heathen. Someone say, amen. Exalted above all the earth is another verse. Someone say, amen. Exalted, amen. A nation is exalted, amen, by the righteousness of God. Someone say, amen. Thank you, my sister. Said, yea, and amen. Hallelujah. He's, look at this. This is beautiful. This is the God we serve. God's waiting for you. Amen. he's waiting for you saying, yes, I want out of my fornication. I want out of my adultery. I want out of my sin. I want out of my whatever else. The list is long. My disobedience. Amen. my transgression, my lying, my cheating. Amen. And God is there, listen, that he may have mercy. And read the middle section, verse 18. That he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. Are you waiting? Amen. The promises are there. They're yea, they're amen. The promises are there. Are you waiting for them? Amen. Are you in a position to receive? Remember what I said, not incidentally, not coincidentally, Not accidentally. Amen. Amen. Brother Donald preached this to me years and years and years ago. He's awaiting his reward right now. Otherwise, he'd be preaching the same thing today. God doesn't do things by accident. Oh, oh. There is an earth the sun. Ah, look at that. Zebra stripes, black and white. God is God. And he has a plan for you. And the devil is right there. This is not a prophecy. I'm just letting you know. he will come knocking on your door so that you lose what God has in store for you. And we're reading. We're just reading. God, he says, I want you. He says, return. Don't go to Egypt. Come back to me. Amen. In returning and in rest. I think I'll save this verse, these four points for another day, but I'm just saying this is God. Puts his, sets his plan in motion. And I I'm calling upon you my brothers and sisters today. I want every single one of you to be smack dab in the middle of God's plan. Amen. In the circle of his will. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In the circle of his will. Hallelujah. Center. In the center. Thank you, my sister. I was just thinking, because a man of God signed my Bible. I was 14 or 15 years old. And he says, may God richly bless you as you find the center of his will. That's what was in, not that my red Bible, which kind of has fallen apart. That's why I use this one, because I want to keep that one. Signed under the anointing. And that was the vision I received. Because God has a way, God has a will, God has a plan, and it's not by accident, it's not by coincidence, it's by God. Someone say, by God. And look what happens. Now we can go to Numbers chapter 13. I'm going to begin reading from verse 25. I just don't know which one to choose. The water with the juice or the whatever that white stuff is. But I'm getting there. Hallelujah. Sharpen the iron. Numbers 13, verse 25. So Moses sends out, they are literally, they can they can literally see the promise. This is how close they are. And Moses sends out 12 spies. I'm just setting this up because I'm going to begin reading from verse 25. And they were in the land for 40 days. Now the spies return, verse 25, Numbers 13. They return from searching the land after 40 days. Now, and here's the report, 26, this is important. And they went, I've got something to say. I just want to figure out when I need to say it. I'm going to say it now. Because I want you to bear this in mind as we read this. I just said they're, they're this close to the promise. And because they listened to the wrong report, we're going to read where over two million skeletons, if you would, bones, bleached, sun bleached in the desert, in the sand, buried probably without graves and without markers, because they listened to the wrong report. They did not know who was friend or who was foe. So I know I don't have the scripture to back this up, but it says they wandered for 40 years, and one by one they died. God just let them fall off, die off, except for the younger generation, 20 and under. And except for Joshua and Caleb, we're going to begin reading about Joshua and Caleb. But the reason why I'm bringing these numbers up, whether you believe it or not, 1.6 men, 1.6 million men, double that for women, the kids, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that lost the promise. There's a lot of people that listened to 10. Now, I don't know if some of you can do the math. It would be interesting when I get home if you do the math. Let's round it off to 2 million people lost the promise because of 10. What is that, 0.0001%? I'm gonna drink while you dig out your calculators and try to figure this one out. Because this is not, I mean, one on one, you can handle the devil. But this is 10 men that discouraged all the congregation. This is what we're gonna read, verse 26. So, what is the percentage of 10? I don't even, I, I'm not good at math. It's like 2 million, it's like 10 divided by 2 million. Is that the way you do it? Point 0.000000, that zero, 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 I written them right numbers? 5% of the congregation. How easy is it to be persuaded? Yeah, let's all go down to Egypt. And they send diplomats. Don't make a deal with the devil. Amen. If you think shaking hands with the devil is going to, going to be of some sort of benefit, the devil is a liar. Listen to what I'm saying. Friend or foe. It's, it's, it's the thief or it's the giver of life. John 10.10, 10, one verse. You decide. Because now they're in front of all the congregation and whatever they're testifying, there's no amens. Shh. Whatever they're testifying, there's no mm, amen, brother. Verse 26, and they went, and they come to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel, and they're in the wilderness of Paran and to Kadesh, and they brought back... Word unto them, it's, it's, just, it's, not a, it's, just, it's not God's word. It's not a good word. And unto all the congregation, and they showed them the fruit of the land, and they told him, they told Moses, and he said, We came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely it does flow with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of the land, just like God said it was. God cannot lie. This is, his, this is God's promise. Remember, <coughs> the promises of God are as great, are as, uh, uh, are as blessed, amen, that my possibilities are based on God's promises. All I have to do is accept it and receive it. Amen. This is not prosperity preaching. This is not name it and claim it. Don't quote me wrong on this. This is eternal life. What's at stake is my soul. Amen. Are you with me or are you against me? Amen. Joshua says, before I do anything, I'm just going to make this clear. We just may start off, amen, right from the beginning. Are we on the same side? Amen. No playing around. Because when David went up to Goliath, David went up and says, Goliath, you know, you and me, we should maybe sit down. Have a little chat. Let's make a deal. Let's figure something out. Does that sound like David? Amen. Sounds like some people I know today with a gospel, but it's not the gospel of Christ. Amen. Before David went up to Goliath, he identified who he was. That uncircumcised. We're going to talk about the sons of Anak in a few verses from now. I may be kind of jumping ahead, but. Uncircumcised, just hit him below the belt. Giant, making fun, mocking. Is that the English word? Because I have the French word in my. Is that the word? Laughing at the children of God. And the children of God are sitting there. Oh, no. He's really big. Saul, God's anointed. Can't somebody go? I'll write a document, and you can be tax-free, you and all your family and your land. Can somebody go? You can have my daughter's hand in marriage. Still nobody going. Can somebody go? I'll give you a third bonus. I'll give you just riches, and you'll be rich till the day you die. Still, nobody going. I don't think the word's mocking. It would be 1 Samuel 17. When David saw him, and and Goliath would come out every morning. I got my place in Isaiah 31. Just give me the word. Don't have it. And it's David when he's describing, he said that uncircumcised, it could be mocking. It's sorry, so my mind is just not in that. But we all know what Goliath did anyways. Wasted 40 days. Amen. The battle is the Lord's. They had this promise, which means you're going to win. the Lord, The Lord's battle, you're on the winning side. It could be mocking, but. Anyways. No, D- David didn't go up to make a deal. David didn't go up in a diplomatic fashion. David went up and he says, It's not, not by might, not by, no flesh, no blood doing this. Hey, Amen. He went out swinging. And he took Goliath down. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm still trying to think of that word. I'm sorry, but I'm hung up on that. Find the verse where he says, this uncircumcised, maybe that's what all he said, this uncircumcised Philistine. Yeah, David, find that verse, and I think the word that I'm looking for is in that verse. Foe, enemy. A few years ago my wife and I, uh, a brother, a friend of mine, he wanted to take some time off, so he says, you go drive my truck and make me some money. So I said, okay. So I figured we, we drove to, into the States, into Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, and before we could get a load to come back home, before we could get a, a load to come back home, we had to spend five or six days, I think, in Nashville in the truck, so we needed a place to sleep overnight, so we ended up at this truck stop, and it was a privately owned truck stop, it wasn't um, like Transamerica, or I forget what the other one is. It was a privately owned truck stop, so we figured, well, we'll park there, and, and then we'd go for breakfast, and then the, the, um, the, the woman that worked there, turns out she's the owner, not the owner's wife, She is the owner, her, her husband their owners, and she recognized, she says, you and your wife, and our daughter was maybe four or five. She says, you're Christians, right? And um, y'all can stop searching for the word because, listen to. Because I see you searching, and I'm still trying to. Um, so, so she said, you don't have to you know pay, and sometimes breakfast would be free. You don't pay for breakfast. They, they, were, they were nice to us. And instead of paying $5 a night, it was free. You can park for free and kind of explained what we were doing and such. And they said, uh, well, on Sunday, you can you can teach chapel. We'll have service, and you can, you know, we'll love to hear you testify and such. So on Saturday, they, they called me into their office. Um, the owners of this truck, and large, huge. I mean, you get, you can park, I think they had 700 or 650 truck spots, parking spots. So this is big. We're talking huge and they bring they bring me into their office and they said we'd like to talk to you about something so they said you see across the street that brand new gas station that opened up and it was a a chain and he said they're they're coming after us okay they're slashing their prices the truckers, they come and they, they, they sleep here and then they cross the street and they fuel up for cheaper. They're a chain, so they get their gas, their fuel cheaper. We can't afford it. can't afford to match their price. And their continent, using this word, was defeated. So they said, we'd like you to pray about this. Okay. My hand goes up. And and, and it's sad what happened, but my hand goes up. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank God for your son. Lord, I thank God for your daughter serving you. I mean, this is a godly business. My wife and I, we are blessed. I'm praying. Some of you know how I pray. Now, in Jesus' name, whatever opened up across the street, this is coming against your children's business. This is coming against. And I said, in Jesus' name, whatever needs to take place, be it shut down, be it. And he, hey, stop, stop. Whoa. And I stopped praying because the gentleman, he's telling me, stop praying. So I stopped. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm praying. He says, no, we have to love them. No, we don't. We have to love them, yes, with the gospel, with the news, but if you're serving God, the devil gets mad, and he'll do whatever he'll do to put you out of business because the devil means to put the children of God, sons of God, out of business. And it's not the devil that's going to put me out of business. I'm not the tail. I'm the head. This is the promise that God gave you and I today. God says, when I stand you up, He says, you'll be able to stand. Amen. I never finished my prayer. And I didn't get to speak Sunday chapel. I was ready to come against them. Amen. Every principality, every dominion, every power, you lying devil. And some of you. Know what I'm speaking about, my brother. You just opened up your business in the midst of a economy that goes, nah, in the midst of the Canada bank rate going up this week. But you open up business. Some of you listening to me on the other side of this camera, you're opening up, you're praying, say, I want to start my business. I want to go into, amen. Some of you have been doing it for a few months, for a year or so, when you're not supposed to be doing it. But you don't line yourself up with the political policies or the environmental specialist or whatever they've got to say, because we already know what God, not, not only what he has to say, but what God has said. Amen? If God be before you, who can be against you? So I didn't know any other way to pray. Maybe I was praying wrong, but I didn't know. So I'm going to sit there and say, bless the neighbor. No. Sons of God were there first. It was their business. And like I said, they were serving God. They had chapel. They had prayer every morning for the truckers. We'd come, we'd come and eat breakfast. And we'd go to pay. And she, you know, the owner's wife would say, this is before the prayer. The owner's wife would say, no. And my wife would say, take the money. We ain't take the money. No, we want to bless you. Hey, Amen. And it's just their understanding of what they had available from God. From his spirit. As I said, wrestling. Hey, Amen. Because the devil, he's got some, I don't know what word, I don't want to you know, lift him up at all, but he's like a lion. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Oh, we know he's persuasive because he talked Eve out of her blessing. And she talked, yes, seductive, my brother says. Amen. That's the French word. In English, it would be deceiving. Amen. Deceival. De- deceiving. We know all that. Amen. And he's out for the kill. So if you got to take that stone and put it in the sling and start slinging, I guess would be the word, or twirling that slingshot, go ahead and do it. Don't miss. Someone say, don't miss. Don't miss. I don't mind to pray against that gas station. They're not serving God. They're cutthroat. They mean to put you out of business. Amen. Drive your business down till it's worth nothing, and then offer you 10 cents on the dollar and take over, because that's what the devil wants, to build his kingdom. But I am a son of God. We are, a, we are children of God. We are heirs to the promise. And I won't let 0.0000005% of the congregation talk me out of the promise that God has for you and I today. Amen. I need my friend to, sh- to show up with iron that's sharp and sharpen me up. Amen. Make sure my tongue is confessing what? Life. Strength. Not death, life. Amen. Verse 28. Get back to Numbers 13. That's the word. Amen. Defying, that's the word. And it wasn't mocking. Uncircumcised, Philistine, Who's he to defy the army of the Lord? That's the King James version word. And this is what the devil is all about. There's milk and honey, there's the promise. Never unless the people be strong. in French, the word nevertheless was a big but. MAIS in French. Not corn. Not the vegetables. Corn, a vegetable? Or fruit? Whatever. But, in French it was pretty solid, but. In English it was like, nevertheless. Kind of like on the wishy-washy side. Yeah, there's milk and there's honey. Nevertheless, the people, it's a bad report. And how many thousands of people are going to be buried wherever we read. Paran, Kadesh, wherever that is. It's desert. It's sand. It's dry. They didn't have to buy shoes. They didn't have to buy new clothes. But they didn't go anywhere either. They didn't get their fish, their loaves, their leeks, or not loaves, their melons, their leeks, whatever else. They ate manna from heaven. And Jesus says they all died in the wilderness. That's Jesus' account. That's why I want you to have this in mind, because 10 men begin to speak, they begin to say a word that was able to convince all the congregation. I go back to that, my text that I received Sunday night. Thank you, my sister. She said a word. It didn't make me crawl in bed, curled up in a fetal position, waiting for the devil to walk all over me. Amen. This is why today, amen, I'm not saying anything in judgment or in condemnation. I'm trying to say a word and trying to read examples that will lift you up. Amen. Amen. And before we separate, before we part today, we're gonna to pray. I'm almost done. Let's see how far we get reading. And they told him verse, no, verse 28. Numbers 13 28. Congregation's listening. Let's keep reading. It'll show up if it's there. It's just, I, want you to say, I want you to, again, understand saying how the people lost out the promises and how the people's praises and their amening and their thank you, Jesus, for the promise was turned into murmuring. Listen, friend or foe, what's going to change your, your praising, your worship, your thank, thanksgiving unto God, if you would? Better not be some sloppy word contrary to God's plan. Sorry about looking for that word, but I just want to, these are a couple of things that stand out in this text. There's milk and honey, but nevertheless, the the people that dwell in the land and the cities are walled, or rather the people be strong that dwell in the land. I'm reading verse 28. And the cities are walled and very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak. Goliath is... Not descendants, but the other word, ancestors. And there's Jebusites and the Amorites. They dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. Anywhere you want to go. It look like they covered all their bases. Want to go by the sea? Uh Uh-oh. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. Amen. The wife is sitting there. Told you, hubby, should have stayed in Egypt where the fish and the leeks and the garlic is. Now we're out here in the desert. Now look. I don't know what kind of commotion, but Caleb says, "Hang on, hang on, hang on." I was there. I was with these ten guys. I brought back, I mean, the Bible says they brought back figs that were big. I mean, grapes that were the size of pomegranates. Is that it? We brought the, we brought it, we got the milk, we got the honey. They forgot about God. Hey, Ain't that? Milk and honey, that's good. But when you have God... Who shall be against thee? So Caleb stills the people. Hush, bring it down. Let us go up at once. Someone say at once. And possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. But the other men... That went up with them. We're not able. So now the congregation needs to choose: able, not able. Amen. Are you willing to fight? There's a combat every day. God is trying to execute his plan. God needs you and I. Remember again, not accidentally, not it's not by coincidence. I just happened. Not not with my God. So the report goes out, we're able, we're not able. Amen. How are you going to align yourself? I'm just very quickly going to jump back into Isaiah 31. It says, woe to them that go down to Egypt for help. Isaiah is continuing to prophesy. It's not going to end well. And they stay, you know, they put their confidence in horses and they trust in chariots because there's a whole bunch of them in Egypt. Numbers don't mean anything to God. 2 Chronicles 20. God said, I need a couple of people willing to pray and willing to praise. That's all I need. I don't care if there's 185,000 enemy in that valley. I can use the wing of an angel. And take them out in one swoop. Numbers. Don't be looking for the majority. With God on your side, you are majority. We are majority. That's all I need. Someone say, "All I need." Hallelujah. Oh, I'm at Isaiah 31. Because there are many, and because the horsemen are strong. But they look unto the, but he says, but look unto, but they look not, rather sorry, but they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. And we read a few verses prior in chapter 30, what God is waiting to do. And he says, yet be also I'm not reading that correct. Yet he also is wise and will bring evil and will not call back his words and will arise against the house of the evildoers. That's not the verse I wanted. What did we read in French? Lean not. Oh, is it just verse one? I thought it was one and two. He's telling him you don't go to Egypt. The man of God, the prophet of God, is saying, You don't go to these people, it, it's not gonna line up. I don't care what kind of diplomacy you have in action. Don't abandon God's plan, don't abandon God's. The, the verse where he's curse it. No, maybe it was they used the word curse in French. That lean on the arm of flesh. That was the verse. Hallelujah. Some of you can find the scripture and put it up in the comments. I want to keep moving. Amen. God has given us a promise Philippians 3. May as well read it in the King James. Finally, my brethren, I'll give you a moment to find the Philippians 3. I don't know where it is, but no, that's not it. It's Isaiah telling people, curse it. Maybe it's in chapter 33. Maybe it's a couple of chapters later where, um, I think, he, are you cursed if you lean on the arm of flesh? It's somewhere in there. Some of you have read this. You know, what, you know the picture that I'm trying to build against, In the argument I'm trying to build against your foe, your enemy. Do you want to lose the promise? Ten people caused thousands and thousands of people to lose? Maybe it's Jeremiah. Yeah, that's the one. It's another prophet, Jeremiah 17.5. In other event, but cursed is the man, the woman. Go ahead, what's it say? That trust in men. Lean on the arm of flesh. Whose heart has departed from the Lord. You won't be blessed, you will be. As I said a few minutes ago, don't try to line up, shake hands. David didn't shake hands with Goliath. David took his head off. Amen. The devil will have some kind of seductive, deceiving. This is his strategy. This is his wiles. Come thinking that, well, you know, we can get along. No, you can't. He's a thief. You're light. He's dark. And there's no concord. Amen. Between the believer and the unbeliever. You're not going to have the same vision. Because the congregation, they received two visions Abel, not Abel. Amen. Abel, not Abel. Caleb says, Abel. Someone say Abel. K, rather, C-A-L-E-B. The word Abel is built into Caleb's name. You know, that didn't work in French, but wanted to say that in English. Cable said Abel, or rather, Caleb, sorry. Caleb says Abel, but you can just, his name could be Cable. But the other men, they said, no, not able. Who's your friend? Who's the foe? Who's the enemy? Naysayers. Hey, Matt. Iron sharpens iron. Find somebody who's sharp. Find somebody who will be by your side. Start with God. God says, go through waters. Yeah, you get wet, but I'll be with you. Go through the fires. You won't be burned. The smoke, amen, the the flame shall not kindle against thee, I think is how it goes. Amen? Because God says, I'm with you. I will not forsake you. I will not abandon you. Hallelujah. Decide today who your friend is. God says, I'm waiting to show you my grace. Someone say, thank you, my Father in heaven. Amen? This is what we read. I'm here. I'm God. I'm waiting to bless you not able, not able, but woe to them, woe to go down in Egypt, because historically, let me, I want to get into Philippians, and I want to pray, but just to give you, historically, what happened was, Judah goes down to Egypt with their diplomats, and they make their alliance, if you would, and I, I don't even know if they get back to Judah, if they, or whatever, they're all happy, oh, we got Egypt, we got some help, man, you should see their horses, you should see their chariots, convoy, Meanwhile, nobody knew that the Ethiopians, if I got my history right, they walk into Egypt and they just, they just, what's the word, they, they, they just, well, they didn't really slaughter them, but they, they took them out. Now, the Assyrians are coming from the west, and Judas sitting there go, oh, now what? Well, you put God on hold, kind of parked him on the sidelines. Kind of said, Egypt's got the horses. Egypt's got the chariots. Yeah, but Ethiopia's coming. God knew. The Pharaoh didn't know. The man of God knew. Someone say the man of God, Isaiah. You don't play around with Isaiah. You read Isaiah's prophecies. I tell you, his yeas are yea, and his nays are nay. That's the man of God, Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. If you haven't read Isaiah, time to read some Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. They wouldn't listen. Caleb, Joshua, Abel. They went the wrong way. I want to read. Did you find Philippians? Finally, my brethren, rejoice. It's verse 2 I want to get to. Because this is not me. I mean, this, is, this, is, this may be my attitude, and I don't mean it in, in a bad way. But when Paul, let me get to verse 2. Finally, my brethren, um, rejoice in the Lord. Philippians chapter 3. To write the same things to you, to me, indeed, it's not grievous, but for you, it is safe. Amen. The reason why I have this confidence because I have returned. What are the four things we read? Give me that in Isaiah 30, verse 15. Return and in rest ye shall be saved. Remember what we read? Quietness and incompetence. Amen. Is my strength. Paul's writing, he says, You want to be safe? Listen. Amen. And in verse 2, he goes, Beware of dogs. This is the way it's written. Now, a couple of times I've called some people dogs, only kind of under my breath. Now, I don't go around, I'm not calling anybody a dog today, but if Paul says, If my word, if my Bible says, Beware of dogs, I will beware of dogs. Amen? What's wrong with dogs? I'm talking about the spiritual dogs. If I finish reading this verse, amen. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. It'll cut you off from God. Amen. Beware of dogs. Where were the dogs? Outside the camp. The Bible says another verse. Somebody can put this up in the comments. For without our dogs. That's a literal King James. It could be in the Revelation. For without our dogs. Where are the dogs? They're without. I want to be with. Hey, Matt. Carnally as leprosy. The last chapter in Revelations, verse 15. For without our dogs. So beware of dogs. Evil workers, sorcerers, murderers, whoremongers. Amen. Idolaters. Whoever loves and makes a lie, we're not able. The devil is a liar. Are you with me today? Ten people robbed. I don't know the number. I'm sorry, but a million, a million point five, enough's enough. That's a whole lot of people that lost because of ten people who were unable It was given to them. It was promised. Go possess it. God won't fall back on his word. Are you listening today? Amen. God, the Bible says God is faithful. God says, I can talk. We serve a talking God. Someone say, thank you, God. Amen. And God says, when I talk, I don't talk for nothing. Someone say, thank you, God. And when I speak, my words are not sent in vain. They don't come back void. Someone say, thank you, God. So when God speaks, it's established. When God speaks, it shall come to pass. Surely, sometimes that word is in there. Surely, it shall come to pass. Is my iron sharpening your iron? Today, I certainly trust it is. Amen. Even though my flesh, oh, sorry, sister, no confessing. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank God today. Because listen, going back to, as leprosy separated, talking about dogs and without the camp, the lepers were outside the camp too. Dogs would lick their wounds, the Bible says. And as leprosy, carnally speaking, as leprosy was a disease uh, uh, that needed to be cleansed, so it wasn't your typical disease. I mean, when the Bible talks about leprosy, it's a cleansing. There's different kinds of sin. There's different kinds of trespass. Leprosy needed to be cleansed, and Jesus would cleanse them. But leprosy was a, a, a disease of separation. You had leprosy, get out. The war hero name, the accolades that he would receive today—five-star general, a hero—he had leprosy, and now he was just de- de- denigrated, de- denoted, or de- demoted. Thank God for the man of God. Servant woman says, "I know a man of God. He's going to tell you what to do. Get yourself cleansed. Amen." Whatever happened to him? I don't know. He woke up and he, I don't know if he's shaving or doing his hair. And, Ooh, what's this? That, that, that's not good. And so going back to carnally, as leprosy separates, was a was a disease of separation. So is sin, and I don't want to call sin a disease because sin is sin, but call it a disease, call it whatever you want. So is sin a, 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 an element, if you would, of separation. It, it will separate you from God. It will keep you from the promise of God. Hey, Amen. This is what the Bible teaches me. And if you want to sin... It's all right to sin. See, now the guy must be running a fever to say that. If you're a sinner. Amen. So don't cut this up out of context. You want to sin? It's all right to sin. If you're a sinner, because that's what sinners do sinners sin. But when you're cleansed, amen, my sin as leprosy was eating me up, destroying me. But when you're cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, it turns you and I into a new creature in Christ Jesus. And it makes a difference to where you and I can set up camp, not with the dogs, Not with the unablers, the spies that were afraid. Amen. Thank God for your friends today. Did I finish verse two? Yes, I did. The concision, cutting yourself off. Don't be cut off today because of what somebody's telling you. God's word is true. God's word is able, I'm out. God is God, God has spoken. Not by accident, not by coincidence, not incidentally either. God is God, God has spoken. Required weeding, I I don't think we got to the end of Numbers 13. 13. I want you to read to the end of that chapter. And I want you to read the first 10 verses in Numbers chapter 14. Second Chronicles, it's chapter 20 if I'm not mistaken. Jehoshaphat. If you didn't read this, I mentioned this last week. I read portions of it. But such a, such a, a powerful chapter of examples of what moved God, of what allowed the people of God to be blessed And these are, these are our examples. These are our examples. Let me say that right. That's going to give us life. That's going to give us victory. Amen. We don't play around with the devil. Man made policies, man made politics. Bad politics, bad religion. It's what Isaiah said. I choose God. I want you to confess that today before I pray. I choose God. I don't choose Egypt. I don't choose the arm of flesh. I don't choose horses. I don't choose chariots. Was there another word? I think there was. The horseman. The horseman, I think is the word. I don't want the horseman either. I Choose God. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray in about two minutes, and I want you to make that choice. My God is able. The writer in the Psalms wrote, They limited the Holy One of Israel. God has no limit, limits, but they limited God. They limited Jesus when he walked into the village, and because of their unbelief, he, had a, he can only perform a very limited amount of works. That's what the Bible says, because of their unbelief. We are not able, unbelief. I want you to be surrounded, I'm finished, I'm going to pray. I want you to be surrounded with good people, Good friends that exhort, that edify, that comfort by the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost is our comforter. And I want you to have a life that is victorious and have a life and have a life that in a minute. Have a life that is meaningful, have a life, as I mentioned. Your possibilities are as simple as, they are as straightforward, they are as easy to receive as God's promises. Amen and amen. Amen, that's my point. We're going to keep reading because like I said, there's some scriptures we didn't touch. Next week I want to come back to this friend or foe. Thank God for your friends today. I'm getting ready to pray. But if, if, if you have yet to choose God, God's waiting. We read the scriptures. And therefore will the Lord wait. He's waiting for you. Make a choice today to be blessed, to be a partaker of the promises of God. Make that choice. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. I'm going to stand to pray. You can do the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My Father in Heaven, Lord, I thank God for this message which we have received today. It belongs to your children. It belongs to the believers. Praise God. The people who will confess today that we are able in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank God for this message. I want everybody that has heard me today to choose you, to choose life, and to live in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank God for these examples that we had. So few we're able to turn the hearts and the minds of so many. But Lord, there's no way. I pray right now in Jesus' name that every single person listening to me today will not be dissuaded, will not be persuaded by the enemy, but that every person today, as we choose God, as we choose you, as we choose Jesus Christ, as we choose life today, we go forward, hallelujah, with the promise, with your promises. We go forward as a partaker Hallelujah. Not a loser. Thief. Back off, devil. Amen. Today, we choose the giver of life. His name is Jesus Christ. And I thank God today, praise God, that this belongs in the lives of all my brothers and sisters in Jesus' name. Whatever the circumstance is. Amen. Goliath, you uncircumcised. Amen. Defying the army of the Lord. Defying devil, you defying. Amen. Devils and demons. Amen. I thank God today the greater one is in me. The greater one is in my brother and sister. And I'm so thankful. For my friends. Hallelujah. When it came time for my countenance, amen. Everything, hallelujah, that was me, I had a friend. Praise God. Hallelujah. And her iron sharpened my iron. Hallelujah. Thank God for my friends and for my brothers and sisters today. Thank God for this message, the inspiration which I received of the Holy Ghost. Praise God, Could give us the vision to move forward and to proceed. And today, beyond my friends, is my brothers and my sisters, the children of God, hallelujah, and the friend of all friends, Jesus Christ. He is a friend indeed. I thank God today for all these things, and I pray it into the lives of each and every one of my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank God for your anointing today. I thank God for this message which we have received. I thank God that from this day forward, we recognize who the friend is and who the foe is. Come against the division, the concision, the separation. Amen. In Jesus' name, all these spirits, evil they are. Amen. You're out. In Jesus' name. You flee because you're the devil and we resist you. You flee. In Jesus' name. Touch my brothers and sisters from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I thank God today, praise God, that we are blessed. Praise God as we go forward and we continue because we have chosen the Lord who's waiting. Praise God. Hallelujah. That he may be gracious unto you and that he will be exalted, that he may be merciful unto you. Praise God. Isaiah 30 verse 18 The word of the Lord. Lord, I thank God for your word today. I pray it into the lives of my brothers and sisters. Praise God. Thank God for your grace. Thank God for your mercy. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank God for grace. Amen. We looked at it last week where the law, Moses got the law, but when Jesus Christ showed up, someone say, he came. When Jesus came, the Bible says he came with what? Grace and truth. Thank God for it. God, was, God, our creator, our maker, was there the whole time. Praise God, just waiting. If you, did, if you have not chosen, give me one more minute or whatever time it takes because I beseech you, I beg of you. If you have not chosen, choose today. God's waiting. Amen. His mercy endureth forever, but not his long-suffering. He's waiting today. Choose Praise God. God has grace. God has mercy for you. Praise God. It's all summarized in Jesus Christ. Praise God. That's who I lift up today. I thank God today for your word. We are able to uplift. We are able to put Jesus Christ, praise God, on the increase. Hallelujah. As we lift him up. Unto all men, praise God, that there may be salvation in this land today, Lord. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. I thank God for his word which we have received today, my brother and sister. Go forward. Amen. Don't lose your time. Don't lose out hanging around with the negative influence, with the foe, with the enemy, with the adversary. Praise God. Amen. Make your choice. Be God, his word, his plan, and go with it. Praise God. Don't lose out on the promise. Praise God, which we have received. The spirit of God. Hallelujah. In your life. Praise God. As you endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. Be blessed. My name is Lincoln. You're listening to That's the Truth. Thank you so much for your patience. I know we're kind of skedaddled here and there in the word of God, but I trust, amen, that the word as seed was sown into good ground. Praise God. And we're blessed because of it. Praise God. Thank you. I love you all, my friends, my brothers, and my sisters. Iron sharpeneth iron. Let me just repeat this before we hang up. Amen. Uh, uh, Proverbs 17. So does a man sharpen the countenance of his friend. Lord, I thank God. We've got something sharp. Amen. Two-edged. Praise God to the piercing. Amen. Asunder. Praise God. Right into the marrow. Amen. It gets into the inside of my insides. I thank God for his word today. Let's give God all the praise and all the glory. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I trust the Word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the Word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.